Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Zone Cast, your number one source for all things Red Zone League related. Welcome back. The season that we didn't think would be here is finally here. Hopefully it's here to stay. I'm hoping for the best to be honest because this season is going to be definitely one for the books and one we won't forget. Um, it's hard to kind of recap the offseason. There wasn't really anything that was happening. We were just all kind of sitting here waiting to see if the season would actually happen. And lo and behold, it is here. Probably the biggest storyline from the summer is the Tampa Bay Bucks retooling their offense. They've got a brand new offense. Uh, Tom Brady moved and now Gronk is like, okay, yeah, I'll come back and play for you guys. Um, they got LaShawn McCoy. They Obviously, they have their Mike Evans and Chris Godwin uh, pairing at the wide receiver. But let's see if that actually turns out to be something um, worthwhile at the end. I want to go over the keepers that have been locked since Monday. And the rest of the show is going to be the interview I had with our reigning champ, uh, Ruben. It was a good little sit down. I think we talked for like 30 or 40 minutes. It was really nice. We caught up and we talked about the league. So, but that's a little later. Uh, for right now, I just want to say, um, Stefan, he's keeping Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders and his rookie keepers, Kyle, Kyler Murray. My bad. Uh, Cameron is keeping Adam Thielen, Michael Thomas, and Nkeel Harry. Packy's keeping DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook, and Marquise Brown. I, I like the Marquise Brown uh, keep at rookie. I think he actually might be able to do something this season. We'll see. Uh, Lamar Jackson might not run as much, but we don't know. Uh, Paco is keeping Aaron Jones, Julio Jones, and Terry McLaurin. If only he had another Jones to keep. We'd be keeping up with the Joneses. Nico is Ezekiel Elliott, Kenny Galladay, and DK Metcalf. I am keeping Kenyon Drake, George Kittle, and Devin Singletary. I had Fournette as one of my keepers, and then I changed last week to Kenyon Drake, and I'm thankful I did because, as you guys know, Leonard Fournette has been dropped from the Jaguars. Dylan is keeping Le'Veon Bell, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown. Matt keeping Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, and David Montgomery. So Matt's keepers are kind of interesting because we know that David Montgomery got injured recently. Uh, we don't know the extent. I think it's six to eight weeks. Um, I could be wrong. He could come back sooner. But then Alvin Kamara hasn't been a no-show to training camp for about the last three days. So that's something to watch out for there. Um, Nick is keeping Tyreek Hill... Nick Chubb and Josh Jacobs and finally Ruben chose his keepers and he's keeping Saquon, Devontae Adams and Miko Hart. So yeah without further ado here's the conversation that Ruben and I had. Um, take it away. Is this thing on? Hello? Test one two. All right so I'll just cut it up um, and I'll I'll start. I know I wanted the test one two to be in there. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm here with uh, last year's champion, Ruben Figueredo. How's it going, brother? Woo, man. Um, you know, Tesla's doing great. Happy to get everyone's money to put into um, the next generation um, global giant company. 
so we're doing uh we're, we're doing good things here uh it's been a pretty interesting ride after my championship fortunately for me i uh took both championships got the pickums championship and the overall title oh man it feels good to be a champion the one and only pickum champion since that's now defunct and we're yeah, going back I'm, to I'm the gonna, repeat prizes. It's going to be in the history books forever now that in 2019, the first and last year in the Red Zone League was me. That was the champion right there. Boom. I was hoping that that was something that like we did every year and like continued on, but I guess you guys didn't like it. <laughs> I kind of like the legacy of me being the first and last forever so i think it works out <laughs> your secret my secret okay guys i mean i don't know how the fuck i beat you guys because i wasn't watching many games and i'm sorry to tell you this that's but my my secret was i just went with the odds <laughs> that was it like i didn't the, the only time i changed my one of the Maybe I didn't go against the like with the odds one or two games a week, um, but I would just check who's the favorite on the ESPN app and just go with that. <laughs> That's what we get for like thinking that an upset's gonna happen here and there, and we just like, oh no, for sure this team will beat that other team. <laughs> yeah, the only one I I remember changing on like on purpose after something happened was. The Dolphins and Jets game, when the Dolphins were going like 0-6 or something, uh, my cousin told me that this might be the only game that the Dolphins win all year, but they're definitely beating the Jets. And I was like, oh, well, I got to change the bet. <laughs> I think I was the, one of the few that picked the Dolphins that week. And then from there, it just I was I was ahead of everyone by so much that I if I just played the odds over and over again, then I, I figured I'd be definitely at least top three. Towards the end, it got a little dicey with uh, you and Cameron, but um, well, I think it was like the last two weeks. I was like, oh, I can take if you have a bad week, I can take over. But nah, you pulled ahead. You had a tremendous week, like one of the last two, and it was it was it. It's a done deal. Did I ever pick all of them correct? No, right? Look back. I don't think you did. I don't think anybody oh, had a had a perfect week. Um, but yeah. So tell me, what uh, what have you been doing this summer? Oh, man, summer. Summer's been very interesting. Obviously, the spring has been interesting for everybody, right? We got through the great lockdown, which is uh, still part of it. Um, I, uh, yeah, with no professional sports or work, I started doing um, a lot of ex extracurricular activities, <laughs> which uh, the kids at home cannot uh, know about. But um, as of this is a family-friendly show. We won't talk about that. But we will talk about the positive things like baking bread and eating a lot of bread. That's good. I think uh, me and everyone else started making sourdough. So if you would say sourdough was your favorite bread to make? Oh, yeah. I mean, the flavor profile of sourdough is unlike any other. So, yeah. And you can make anything with that. I made, I made pretzels. I made pizza. I made bread. Um, I made focaccia breads, like for dipping. And then, um, yeah, I was, I was, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been kind of a crazy summer. <laughs> we could talk for an hour about this summer, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, so that, so that's it. You just bake bread. 
you did I made some... bread and I applied to probably 150 jobs um, because the what what I've been doing for the last four years and trying to grow a small uh, company kind of went all to a halt because of this uh, silly pandemic. So uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to get something that that's going to be long term, and it's I'm very excited to be part of a another startup. So um, yeah, that's that's it. Right, race time is not going anywhere. No, race time. No, it's. I mean, we're. I, I'm. I'm making sure I have money to keep it alive for now, and um, hopefully, when uh, events come rolling back, we'll we'll keep uh, we'll keep hammering. The RRZPI um, records. It seems like the the be- I had the best week. Apparently, week eight, I went fourteen and one that week, and that was the closest to being Whoa. perfect that anybody did. Um, I, you on the last week went 13 and three, which is what like completely just guaranteed it for you. So, so yeah, so we'll, we'll get back. (laughs) I think, I think that, I think that was because everyone was trying to go against the grain on a few of the, of the picks that since I was going with the grain and and with the odds in favor of them, then if you guys would have picked four games that, you know, something crazy happened, the quarterback, you know, broke his leg and, or, you know, something like that, that would turn the game quickly. You guys were betting against that. So I was like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> so I want to talk about your playoff run last year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm, look- I'm, I'm literally looking at the scores from last season and can you, you, can you share those right now? Um, Share the screen. Just give me a second. Yeah. So yeah. what we're doing is that we do a Zoom uh, while we record this, so that way it's easier to like. Oh yeah. Are a lot easier. This is nice. Yeah. So you see, um, what I'm seeing here is you're right here. You weren't. Crazy. I don't think you were. Week in the... thirteen, 165 points, and I won to whoever the tropics was yeah that was nico so you won by 2.6 yeah, points sorry. that was a rough ride for nico and you weren't you weren't you even <laughs> yeah you you weren't even guaranteed in the playoffs yet that game no. is I, that game is what put you in to the playoffs so you literally won by two and a half points to get you into the playoffs week 13 yeah it's... and there were other games in be in week 10 to th- 12 that was pretty close too right so if we look at week 12 so twenty point loss week twelve. Yeah, and then eleven. And you almost had a you had a terrible four. loss the two weeks before, but and then ten. What do you want to? Yeah, go to ten. What did I do in ten? That was I won by point six four. Point six four. Yeah, against Paco, that's crazy. That's crazy. I wasn't meant to be in the playoffs, but you know what? I meditated enough about it. I'm kidding. I didn't meditate about this, but. <laughs> So, it did help that I was meditating. <laughs> your first round matchup was against Nico. So you had th- week 13 and 14, you played against Nico. And yeah. you beat him. And the first time you guys played week 13, you both scored a ton of points. And then when he played in the first round of the playoffs, both of you barely scored 100 points. Nico didn't score 100 points. You scored 112. So, that, I mean, I guess yeah. it's like average. And, and then I came back. The next week, week 15, look at that score in week 15. 173. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I mean, you needed to to beat Matt. Matt, Matt put up almost 150 points, and you put 173, yeah, yeah. which was uh, 
ridiculous. I really amount. believe that Matt would have taken was going to take that game. I, I thought, all right. I think at that point I was like, shit. If I win, this is going to be amazing, and everyone has to play great because Matt's team was so consistent throughout the whole year that he was. Uh, it, there was no guarantee that I was going to win, and thinking that I thought Matt was going to win the whole thing. Um, so Come a lot, Matt. Yeah, Barkley came alive for you in the playoffs. But yeah, Barkley was like, "Let's finish strong. Let's go." So that worked Wave out. into week sixteen and put one hundred and fifty points back onto the board, and you beat uh, Nick by fifty points. You so, see, if, if I would have lost to to Matt, yeah. then Matt would have beat Nick. Because <laughs> Matt, 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 week sixteen put up one hundred fifty nine points, so he yeah. would have beat you. He would have beat me, right, it's, right, right. So it, of the it, it was just luck on the playoff bracket. It is what it is, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty awesome. That was last year. That was that's an incredible playoff run. Yeah, so. and then to to only think two weeks later, I won the pickups. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Or one week later, right? Yeah, one week seventeen. It was the next week. But um, anyway, that was uh, yeah, that was a crazy playoff run. Um, I think uh, I'm glad Nick called it out a few weeks before. Um, I think he was a guest on the podcast a week or two before the, the championship and said that, you know, watch out for Ruben's team. He's got a couple guys from the waiver wire that he uh, picked up and we're doing great. Shout out to uh, Dolphins wide receiver. Can't remember his name right now, but the guy who took me to the playoffs and won it too. He, he was playing great at the end. What the fuck is it? Oh, Parker. Uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah. You know, he was a good – he was my best free agent pick. Um, so, I was, I was happy to get him, like, week eight or something. Okay. About the this year's theme, <laughs> the microorganisms theme. Like, do you just – do you just not like me? Like, is I, I do – I I like you – I like you more than I like most people. <laughs> so, that – I mean, you're up there. You're up there big time, yeah, yeah. But um, it's I thought I I thought it'd be funny just to like be super weird about it, and especially since we're all so hyper focused on this stupid virus that that uh that we're dealing with. So I, I said, hey, let's just do microorganisms, but not viruses. <laughs> Even though Matt has the flu, the flu's a, a influenza virus, but we won't we won't talk about it. <laughs> Whatever anybody wants to put as their team name, they can put whatever they want. Like, how am I supposed to pronounce? Like, Nico's like Arcanthea. I don't have it in front of me. I'm just I think from that, the, off the top of my that head. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, just go with that. No, it's a valid one. It's just not a great one for me because I can compare the talk. Arcanthea, like, you said it. You said it. I can't I even see. I can't say the word rivalry correct. Like, it just like completely <laughs> takes it. Well, you said our Arcanthea pretty good. So. Our Arcanthea, and then okay, and then Packies. Packy's team name is the Slytherin Parasites. Like, it, it's not a Harry Potter theme. Like, it's <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> where the, uh, the the Slytherin is coming from. Like, yeah, it's um, it, it's it definitely hasn't worked out. Maybe we should have picked ten microorganisms and and then had people pick. But um, we, we kind of put it out there and everyone picked really quick. Um, I was the first one with Fantastic Fun Guy, but don't worry about it. <laughs> Last one because you literally updated it earlier I this morning. I literally wrote it in the group chat. 
<laughs> not a big deal. Um, we'll continue with the themes. Uh, this will be a. It, it, th- what I'm saying is, from now on, if you're the champion, I'm giving you that as a perk. If you win, if you win, you get to choose a theme for next season. And you know what? This is what you picked, and we're gonna we're just gonna write it out. So, I don't know. Maybe we could change it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to change it? I don't know. Do I have a deadline to change it? I mean, the draft is Wednesday. Or the like, preferably in this conversation, like right? Yeah, but I, I just I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> All right, we can. We can. I had the answers to everything else. So this, so I'm I'm hoping to put this podcast out either Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. So if you can think about it before then, if you want to change it, you don't have to change it, but if you want to, just get up and put your name first. Like change your name first, and then reveal the the theme, <laughs> so that way nobody takes what you want. So, or, or we can even go Dynasty. Like, I'd rather, but I'm going to worry about Dynasty next season. Let's just pick a theme for this season. We can talk off air about it. Yeah. So, I want to move on to um, something. It's like overhyped or undervalued and undervalued. So, I picked a player that is one that I consider overhyped and one that I consider undervalued. Um, I can start first, and then you can okay. do one, and then we'll do one and one each. Okay. So, yeah. I'm going to go with my overhyped guy is uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's the new running back for the Kansas City Chiefs. Damian Williams is his, uh, was the starter, but he opted out this season. So this rookie is now um, taking first round reps, and all the reports are saying that, like, he's super, like, talented, like he's meshing well with the team. The problem is he's a rookie, one. Two, his ADP right now is 6.4. So he's being taken in the first round in a lot of drafts. He's projected 266 points, but he's a rookie. Like, he's never played in the NFL before. And also, in a keeper league, Damian Williams is supposed to come back next season. So what does that do to his future value? And that's why I think he's kind of overhyped. And watch, Matt will pick him up in the number one pick. Because That'd be great. He, he lost David Montgomery to an injury. Look, so. I think Matt needs to uh, balance out his ridiculous um, <laughs> draft from last season. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was wild. Picking picks, like, as a league, like, just stop. He's, he's fishing for picks. But the thing is, he has talent, so he's going to be trading. Why wouldn't he? Like, there's no, he's not doing anything illegal. It's just, we're not, we're, <laughs> as a league, we need to come together and just, Make sure you're making smart trades. You can still make sure you're making smart trades. So who, who do you think is the an overhyped player? Are you researching right now? Even though I gave you all the topics to go beforehand, before we had this conversation about a week ago. It's good. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, over, overvalued. Um, let's go with... Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I think okay. the Raiders are going to do horrible this year, just to be honest. And, um, yeah, I, I, let me see. Is he, He's got one year under his belt. He did pretty good last year, but I don't I don't know how his uh, performance goes this year. Sure, Josh who, had him last, who had him last year? I think Nick. Let me see. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. So Nick is that's one of his keepers. This is rookie keeper. Oh, perfect, so, perfect. Yeah, that's so why he not lost even on the board. Year. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Josh Jacobs the reason why he lost. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so that's your over. That's your overhyped. 
So Josh Jacobs is overhyped this season. Overhyped. Do you want to do you want to do the first undervalued, or do you want me to go first? Undervalued, Devonte Parker. <laughs> He's the reason why I beat Nick. <laughs> so he wasn't drafted by anybody. Was hanging out on the waiver wire. He also didn't play. I think the beginning of the season too much. But um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to go for him early. Um, I hope uh, I should maybe shouldn't have said that, but. <laughs> Um, with with Tal uh, as as a QB, I think I think that that relationship is going to work a lot more this year. Tua, whatever. <laughs> this is our Tua. champion, guys. This is our champion. Tua. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome for so your champion. My uh, undervalued guy is somebody I actually had on my team last season, uh, DJ Moore. Uh, his ADP is 33.3, and he's projected only six touchdowns this year, which is this the guy's a stud. He's probably like, I don't know, he, he's going to have a Pro Bowl season. He has Teddy Bridgewater as his QB. So, I mean, going 33rd for DJ Moore is kind of like, that's way too low for him, in my opinion. So that was, yeah, that's our overhyped undervalued. Uh, so ta- Tao, you said Devontae Parker with Tao is undervalued. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, no, I'm serious. I think um, he's going to he, he's, he's be one of the top 10 receivers this year. Receiver Devontae Parker. Yeah. Okay. That, well, that's, you know, it's a bold prediction, but. I think that's what's going to be. My next segment is bold predictions. So that's, I guess, number one, your bold prediction. Wow. Devontae Parker. What a top segment. 10, top 10 wide receiver. Right champion broadcaster. <laughs> bold prediction. Top 10. Devontae so, Parker. Oh, I have bold other bold prediction. predictions. What about, yeah, so tell me, what, what are your other bold predictions? <laughs> bold prediction. This year's fantasy football is totally fucked up. That's my bold prediction. Games are not going to happen, guys. My bold prediction is that there's going to be some games that are never played and your players won't play that week, period. There's there's not going to be, like, a makeup game for that game. It's going to be totally fucked up. Bold to say that, though? I feel like that's, like, it's almost more common that that's going to happen. So how are we even going to rank ourselves in a league if not all teams play consistently throughout the weeks, right? We're going to need some sort of fucking COVID-weighted scoring in order to to figure something out. I mean, it's not possible. So, to be honest, this year might just be a, a, a sham. I don't know. And and there's money on the line. So, what? Sham. I mean, it's going to be wacky. It's going to be wacky for sure. Right, but if, all right, if... Three of my good players are on a bye week, let's say, and then most of my bench is playing for them. But then four of those players don't play, and they make that decision the day of. I mean, how can I fix that with the waiver wire quick enough to to even work? There's there's waivers, but if a, a game is completely canceled. They're going to give it enough time, and it won't be like a last-minute cancellation. 
Dude, the NBA um, playoffs were canceled for three days. They meet like over one one thing. The NBA season has been canceled. The MLB games have been canceled the day of because of a few players being positive. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, is this going to be a deterrent not to uh, pick players that are on the same team? Because if you have three guys that are on the same team and one guy catches COVID, they're gonna it's going to spread. And if they don't allow those players to play, the whole team might just be like the, the game just might be canceled, and they're they're your top three. Well, guys. not even the game. I mean, just two games, right? The MLB is not doing two weeks. They're they're just shutting down series, like three or four games. Like and then it, what? I haven't and that seen positive player goes and plays the next games. I mean, that's the thing. It's a wacky year. It's it's an asterisk year. It's an asterisk here, yeah. So how do we, how do we, as a foot, as a fantasy football league, figure out, you know, that that structure of the asterisk? Had a couple ideas in mind, and I, I really have tried not to think about it. We do have two weeks, so this could be something that we mention here, and then after everybody listens to the podcast, we kind of bring it up in the chat. Um, so I mean, obviously. Option A, which is probably the most brutal option, is tough shit, right? Like, you know, if if your team gets canceled and you're not able to change in waivers or you don't want to, like, you take the L. You never know. You could be playing somebody who also has that same issue, but that that's option A. Option B, do we do something where if and like game is canceled by like COVID or whatever? Do we give you like half projected points? Yeah. Do we like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because you might get burned by it or you might you might benefit from it, but somebody's gonna be pissed. Um, yeah, I think we're all I gonna don't... get burned by it. Um, you know, it it we we have to figure out. I mean, is it? If it's an asterisk year, are we even playing for money this year, right? Because if if it affects, you know, any team, is it fair that they just lost four of their players for two weeks because of this? Because injury is one thing, right? Injury, like, it happens to everybody. Um, it is what it is, but all the games are still played fairly. If, let's say, the Pats have a 14-week season and the North Carolina has – 12 week or 16 week or, or whatever it's 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 gonna get um yeah it's gonna get kind of tricky but they are allowing 13,000 people Bing. into the nfl stadiums too that's what they're doing here in miami or has oh, it wait, you, what you are the odds that like on, somebody in the stands beginning Supreme, supreme technical recording at its finest. Um, well, well, risk if a player has it. Say, sorry, say that again. Risk if a player has it. Like, are are the fans well, far enough away? Well, not only the fans, right? I mean, if the fans, if a fan has it, I mean, are they keeping all the people away from each other in the stands?
the hard rock specifically has like some gold standard and they've gone over like all the rules like they're not selling alcohol um no tailgating like you can only really sit with like same of household tickets that are bought together uh when the game ends like the ushers are literally calling like roll, roll okay. to leave um food food uh you have to order it on like your phone and then go pick it up once it's ready um place right now with that being said are tickets okay. going to be more expensive <laughs> We actually have a resident ticket seller in uh, Francisco. You can ask him and he can tell you all about that if the tickets are actually going to be the same. I think I tickets, you might have to be a season ticket holder to get tickets first. I'm sure there's 13,000 season ticket holders on there. That's definitely something we need to think about. Um, I hopefully, hopefully we don't have to go through it, but I mean, it's definitely something we should prepare for. So moving on, I'm going to do a little would you rather. All right. So first one. So would you rather build a team around Christian McCaffrey or Michael Thomas? Um, Christian McCaffrey, obviously. I read your lips. I didn't hear your voice. You said why. Um, Well, because, I mean, it's pretty obvious. His fucking stats and his abilities to be a receiver and a running back are just – Top notch, right? Why wouldn't you want to build a team around the best ball handler out there? <laughs> For building a team around either of them, there it wasn't a wrong answer. Sorry, we're having a little connection issues. <clears throat> I couldn't hear you on that one. Can you repeat that? I was saying that you could actually have a good reason to build a team around either yes, of them. Yes, but you asked, would so, you rather? So I picked one. <laughs> would you rather the Dolphins lose all their games, but you go undefeated in fantasy, or the Dolphins go undefeated, but you lose all your games in fantasy? All right, I heard, would you rather the Dolphins go undefeated, but you lose all your games, or would you rather go undefeated and the Dolphins lose all their games? Yeah, I would rather the Dolphins go undefeated, 100%. Yeah, yeah, for the city of Miami. Screw this, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a, you know, I, I, I don't care about winning that much. It's, it was really fun to win last year, um, but I would rather the Dolphins win. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, and then I would bet, my, I would bet my, the money that I won last year, I would bet it for the Dolphins, and then I would triple that money. Um, now the last one, kind of like going in that direction, would you rather always make playoffs but never win the championship or rarely ever make the playoffs, but when you do, you win it all? All right, can you start from the beginning of that question again? Because I broke up. So let me let me try to take it off my head. Okay. okay. I can all right. Hear. Now you can hear me? All right, yes. so we had some we had some technical difficulties, but we're back. All right, so the last would you rather? We'll fix it in post. <laughs> would you rather always make playoffs but never win at all, or rarely ever make playoffs but when you do make playoffs, you do win it all in fantasy? 
Jeez, what a fucking complicated question. <laughs> you basically, um, it's basically look, like I, mediocrity I, or like yeah, the other I, extremes. Here's the thing. I've been pushing to make playoffs. I, I think I only didn't make playoffs one year and then um, slowly started getting better. I think the first year I played horribly and then I just got better as, as I went along with, within the league. So um, I'd rather rarely make it to the playoffs and win it all, of course. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of I mean, there's only now. there's only been three champions now. It's been what four years, right? Five years. What's the four? It's been four. Yeah, four. We've had four champions. Yeah. Paco, three three individual champions, but four champions. Paco, Matt, Matt, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I want to finish it up with uh, playoff predictions. Okay. So who who do you think are the six teams to make playoffs? Who are going to be the final two, and who's going to be the champ this year? Oof. Okay. If all right, this is if everything goes normal in a season, meaning everyone gets to play every week. There's no asterisks on any given fantasy football week, right? Um, the six teams that would make it would be everyone but the Brandon brother. I mean, the Calero brothers. <laughs> And that rat fuck that lost last year. <laughs> Pocky, I believe you guys call him. Yeah, Matt. Sure. Matt 2. Matt 2. Matt, Matt 2, yeah. Matt also. We already had a Matt. <laughs> Which okay. I stepped on in the semis. But no. so, so you're saying that... So you're taking four people out. So you're saying that you, Stefan, Paco... Nico, Matt, and Nick are the what, who make the playoffs. Yeah, and then give I'm gonna give it up to my man Stefan. He's gonna make the semis, so it's gonna be for the semis. It's gonna be me, Stefan, uh, Nick, and um, Paco. Okay. And then um, for finals, Nick is gonna lose against me in the semis. And then Stefan's going to beat Paco and play me in the finals, and then I'm going to beat Stefan. Okay, so you're going for a back-to-back champion. I mean, if you're going to <laughs> put me in that situation with this weird <laughs> season, I might I might just have to hold a trophy for two years without winning for two years. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself back in there. Um, Do you even have the trophy? I might. I don't know. No, you don't? <laughs> Matt still has it? I've been trying to get it from him, but he doesn't want to give it to me. I'm kidding. He's he actually was like, "Hey, just pass it out, whatever." And then Corona hit, and I I just <laughs> didn't want to do anything. That's kind of like the same thing that I, I have, asked I have him a today special. If he was if he was home, and he said no, so I was like, "All right, I'll figure it out later." <laughs> I, I, I have the special losers too. trophy for Packy, so I'm happy to give that to him too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to get that to him. Um, I mean, I could I could give it to him if I pass by there. If I pass by Matt's, I'm going to see Pocky tomorrow or Wednesday before the draft because he has to, um, yeah, he, he has to do his punishment. Oh, so you have a punishment for him already? We ha- I mean, I have two days left. Of course I have to have a punishment for him. Well, I was going to I was gonna let it, you know, if we needed to postpone it because of COVID, you know, we could postpone it because it needs to be something we all want to 
benefit from, you know? Yeah, I mean, is that I who who makes that decision? Because it's it normally is. The... I, I can I can make that decision. Like it doesn't need to be. It does. I mean, if you can get it to happen, go for it. But it doesn't need to be rushed. Is what I'm saying. If anything, if we really want to, you know, think about it. Next, I'm, I'm I'm picturing next season. If we 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 just wait for Packy, like we don't give him a punishment now, and then for next season he can. If he loses again, it's like a double punishment, or two guys can do one like a similar punishment with each other. Could be could be something funny. I'm just brainstorming, like not really thinking, but you know, it'd be funny it could, it's if, an idea. If both myself and the next year champion, which might be myself, um, well, according to you, it will be right. If me and myself get together in a room and decide what punishment <laughs> is good for the two losers. Probably both being Pocky. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to make him do two things at once, which would just, yeah, put him in a total mind fuck, which would be great. Yeah, so there, there's that idea we can float around <laughs> if we if we could postpone it. But then, like, if it's two different losers, they both do some, like, super embarrassing thing that we can get them to do together. Yes. There's always that, so we can we can talk about it. We can think about it. Maybe the right, maybe the, I'll, I'll let you know my idea. Yeah. Okay, and then uh, final thoughts. Just talk to the talk to the league before we uh, finish this interview. Let them know what's on your mind. Talk some shit. You know, get this league started. Uh, I'm not much of a shit talker except text, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm happy that everyone's been safe through all this bullshit, um, and uh, we. Uh, Hopefully we have, uh, I feel like I'm praying right now with my hands up. Please take a picture of me. <laughs> that way they know how I'm praying for them in my, uh, in my Colombian um, poncho here. So, uh, you know, as, as your great, all-powerful champion of 2019 pre-COVID, I hope the post-COVID fantasy football is strong within us. And that we can overcome how badly you guys performed last year and how you let me beat you twice and let me be the only champion for Pickums in the history of Red Zone League. <laughs> I don't remember how much money I won last year, but I know it was a lot. <laughs> So thanks for that too. It was six fifty. Six fifty? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, good times. Um when uh so to to kind of think back four years ago when Brandon came up to me with this idea of creating a league together. Well not together, but just starting a, a dynasty league. I was like, Yeah, let's do it. This is gonna be fun. And it has been fun. Um, I'm, I'm glad that Matt didn't win again because then it wouldn't have been as fun because three-peats are not fun. That's why I'm also happy the Miami Heat didn't get a three-peat. <laughs> Just wouldn't have been the same. And what do you mean? Of course, I would have loved that. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved that too. But, um, yeah, bold prediction. The Lakers win the championship this year. Okay, yeah, there, there we go. A little, little plug in there. Yeah, very, <laughs> very little people know that you and I actually started this league like 
one at, at what lunch that we went to, like in her, I think we had the hurricane and we were in your oh, car. Yeah, we that's thought where we, it was. that's yeah, where we came up yeah, with this yeah, league. Yeah. yeah. And it started Dude, off with a, a weekly. Story. That's a funny story. Cause I wanted, I, I like eating like, you know, vegetables and, and stuff. So yeah, I asked, and I don't, I asked the coleslaw. <laughs> I'm like, is your coleslaw fresh? Is it any good? And the lady looked at me like I was speaking fucking chinese and she didn't know chinese it was, just, it was like like who the fuck ordered a coleslaw i think i was the first one in the last month that 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 got it um it was bad yeah i i, I don't think i ordered it i think i ordered just like french fries like yeah i guess not <laughs> yeah that we came we came up with the with the league so that was that's an interesting little factoid well we're back to the weekly prizes and that's one of the things we discussed when we first came up with this idea so yeah, I like I like weak prizes. Um, they're they're always uh, it it keeps you on your toes per week. The pick ones was fun, but um, yeah, we weak weak prizes are are dope. Okay, so, well, I'm excited to see the categories. I'm sorry it took so long to uh, get this interview, but we got it. So I mean, you know, greatness it takes time. So, <laughs> agreed, you know, agreed. We, we we did a really great podcast here. We had zero issues with communications, and that's, yeah, that's it was it was like completely flawless, flawless. Like you know, just like how my season's gonna be this season. I mean, you're not gonna make the playoffs, <laughs> according to season, you. But... All right, I Ruben. mean, if if anyone could pick what's gonna happen out of this league, it's gonna be me, the the forever pick'em champion. Oh yeah, yeah. You are the predict the I, predictor you know champion. We need. I'm gonna make a trophy for the pick'em champion, and I'm just gonna hold it forever. I think that's fair. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you'd like. <laughs> All right, done. We're gonna, we're gonna be a two. We're gonna be a three trophy team. <laughs> <laughs> Except you only hold one of them, and it just stays with you. <laughs> one of them forever. One of them. It's gonna be on my wall. It's gonna be beautiful. Awesome. All right. All right, man. Take it easy. Well, let's uh, let the games begin. Let the games begin. Well, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with our defending champ, Ruben Figueredo. Uh, remember that our draft is on Wednesday, September 2nd at 8.30 p.m. I will have a Zoom link for those of you who want to join the Zoom call. I recommend that everybody join the Zoom call. That way we, you know, keep the theming of being together uh, alive. You know, we... This year is a little bit of a weird circumstance, but we've always done the draft together, so I don't plan on ending that anytime soon. The theme this year has been changed from a really poor theme that I, Ruben and I decided was, he thought it was a joke, and I kind of didn't think he was joking around, so I kind of rolled with it. So we are changing it to a space theme, and in keeping with the space theme, I've chosen a a space song essentially for our ending song at the end of each of these podcasts i hope you guys enjoyed it. it's a great song um and yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to a great season hopefully it doesn't get too crazy out there um so i'll see you guys at the draft 8 30 wednesday all right see you guys there and good luck Yo, listen up, here's the story About a little guy that lives in a blue world And all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue Like him, 
inside and outside Blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette And everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around Cause he ain't got nobody to listen to I'm blue, I've Trees are too I have a girlfriend And she is so blue